Y'all heard? Two, three. Hey, hey everybody. everybody. This is Y'all, y'all heard. heard. A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. What? I thought they were... Wait. Yeah, we're not related. <laughs> and this is a show that finds out new things and delivers them to you via a pa 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 podcast. Ooh, nice. New things. Like, are they related this week? In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, uh, how are you? I will just say, right before you call me, my mother is looking through old toys of mine, I think, to, like, throw out or give to me to throw out for Christmas. But she found an old doll from when I was very young, and she's like, this made me cry. And then she sent me a picture of it. And then she asked me about, like, Oh, what did this doll do? And then she sent me a pickup of a uh, close up of the doll's face, and I think she's trying to make me cry. <laughs> she's just sending me like closer and closer pics of the doll, <laughs> and I thought you would appreciate that. Anyway, yeah, how are you? Your mom's cool, but she's a sicko. She is <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Like I'm later on. I'm gonna actually, yeah. While we're doing this, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um. I have had some relaxing moments in the past week. Uh, don't ask me a thing about work. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> don't you dare. I wasn't planning on it. But uh, yeah, I had some um, I had some some creative moments and some. Yeah, you want to tell relaxing us or no? Moments where I'm just like. Oh, I know what your creative moments I'm are. I'm not doing Duh. anything. And this is good. <laughs> good for you, Pete. I mentioned, I think, last episode that I was working on a special project for my La Brea Purvea project. And boy, podcast. is it special. <laughs> it looks special. Did you actually read any of it yet? I started it, yeah. I, I started it, but I didn't, I didn't get to... I didn't read it all yet. I wanted to make sure I had the time. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Stay tuned. What? <laughs> Stay tuned for... Oh, that was your picture coming in? (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) You don't have to read the text. Just look at... She's like, this is a picture. I'm going to cry. Here's the doll's face so close to make you feel things. (laughs) My mother's so weird. Now, do you think this is more or less a creepy doll than the one Alex sent? It's not made of porcelain. Maybe I just have really good memories of that doll. Mm-hmm. It had a bottle that made it look like it was drinking milk when you gave the bottle to it. Yeah. Also, I think that was one of my first dark-skinned dolls. I think mm-hmm. there was a, a point in my life where, not sure if my mother decided, I'm pretty sure my brother's like, stop buying her white dolls. She's not white. <laughs> and I think this is one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one of them. I mean, I think this is one of the first ones. I'm Listeners, sorry. Anyway, I have to tell you, there's only hair on top. Really huge <laughs> forehead. Teeny, teeny, tiny eyebrows. <laughs> big yeah. ass eyes. Yeah, you're right. I think it's a big ass. <laughs> Pete, I have a big forehead. And a forehead, donk okay? on this doll. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, aw, yeah. Anyway, and also it's funny, my mother's like, I remember this doll from a recital. And the thing is, my mother, my mother used to put me in a lot of activities when I was young. Mm-hmm. 
I'm shy now, but I was like debilitatingly shy when I was young. So she would have to like give me incentives to interact with other people. So anytime I did a dance recital, she'd have to buy me something really expensive so I didn't hate my life. I thought your incentive was then you could socialize with something that's not a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You can hang out with your dolls after you hang out with humans. Boy, I sure would prefer that, even now. Anyway, (laughs) um... Yeah, I don't know anything else about how you are. I'm sorry. My mother, she's still texting me about the doll. She doesn't know I'm podcasting. Uh, but I don't have, I don't know, a nice way to be like, stop texting me about your emotions. So have, her, just, have her call you instead and talk through it. <laughs> we can keep it in the show. <laughs> no. Anyway, she would never. I've also uh, been enjoying some some basketball games so that's also been you know it doesn't sound like much guys but it's it's making a difference it's what's keeping pete away from the edge that's the way it sounded like it makes a difference guys yeah it's keeping the baseline okay that's not that's not very far off <laughs> okay yeah i wasn't sure that's how you meant it that's how i took it but uh <laughs> good Marissa. yeah How's your unemployed ass? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I had something I wanted to tell you, and now I don't remember what well, I wanted to tell you. have been immediately brainwashed by all these doll pictures. Oh, yeah, my mother just texted me. After the picture of the face really close up, she goes, she's saying mama. And I said, <laughs> oh, she did. I said, oh, the doll talks. She goes, no. So she's trying to tell me, like, oh, the doll's looking at you saying mama. <laughs> What's happening? Guys. Tell her to take care of her grandchild until you get home. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Well, anyway, yeah, I, 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 I honestly, I, I had stuff I wanted to say. I don't remember. Let's just leave it at that. Like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> oh, I'm doing I had okay. this. What? Go ahead. This is just me bitching. Guys, okay. So I told you I make those clay pumpkins. And I, I did pretty good at sales. And then everyone was like, you should make them for every season. So I made a bunch of seasonal pumpkins. And they were more work because I had to make all these little details. And I had to buy very specific clay. And then none of the people that asked me to do that bought any. And I'm very annoyed. Yeah, no, why would they? <laughs> so uh, even at that sale, I didn't really... Everyone bought a whole bunch of stuff. No one bought any of the seasonal ones. <laughs> so I was just like, now I have all these motherfucking gingerbread and snow pumpkins. So how am I doing? I could be better. Go to 31pumpkinlane.com and buy them if you want me to be better. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't a plug. That was just how I'm doing. And I know you're thinking, I'm not going to be able to get them by Christmas. Well, you know what? Marissa's birthday is January 7th. And... Mm-hmm. You don't have to give her something for her birthday, but you could buy something off her to give to someone else for her birthday. <laughs> Actually, I would very much appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did tell everyone, right, that I'm going to see the Michael Jackson musical on, on my birthday. I can't remember. I know you told me. Guys, if you know me, you should know this is a huge fucking deal. Yeah, that's now, right, because you said you're going to go see Michael Jackson, and I said, you know he's dead. You know dead. that's not... <laughs> Is it as nerdy 
to wear a Michael Jackson shirt to a Michael Jackson musical as it is to wear those shirts just when you see someone in concert? Like, can I do that since it's not, like, really Michael Jackson? I feel like, yeah, this is more of a tribute situation. Can I also wear one glove? Yeah. Okay. You can wear your whole Prince Halloween costume. Why would I wear that to a Michael Jackson? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Anyway... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Marissa, I have to tell you, I had been meaning to tell you this. Um, my mom thinks I'm some. <laughs> I'm thinking of Mike Dominic <laughs> laughing when I say this, but my mom thinks I'm some sort of like wizard who can always find a good movie to watch. <laughs> okay. And I know that Mike really appreciates all the shitty movies I watch. <laughs> but, um, so I was home around Thanksgiving, I think, and I was like flipping through the channels trying to find something. The truth is my mom just can't navigate the vast amount of access that she has. Yeah. Anyway, I find a Hallmark movie. It's called Our Italian Christmas Memories. And and I hit the info to see what it was about. And this is the description that shows up on the screen. I read it to myself. I don't read it out loud. My mom also reads it to herself. (laughs) The Colucci siblings, in an effort to jog the memory of their grandfather, who was struggling with dementia, set out to recreate their late grandmother's legendary pasta sauce. Wow! And I said out loud, oh, that sounds sad, because it has to do with dementia. And my mom goes, that sounds hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good i don't know what world that makes it hilarious but that's awesome because he has dementia and it's like well the way that we could jog his memory is by recreating grandma's pasta sauce yeah that sounds like that's making light of dementia and so did you watch it we put it on for a little bit but i think we were both like not impressed enough to stay awake (laughs) and um i just remember she goes into a store and she's like is I don't know, Abraham here? No, no, but Abraham's son is here, Jake. And it's like, oh, Jake, my grandmother used to come in here to get some special ingredient for her sauce, but we don't know what it is. And he's like, oh, I think it started with like a K. And then like, this was this was the movie. <laughs> well, that reminds me that I also tried to watch part of the biggest product placement I've ever seen in a movie, which was, I think it's called, like, Something from Tiffany's, and it's, like, Mm. two couples, and the guy, one buys an engagement ring from Tiffany's, and one buys earrings from Tiffany's, and they drop their bags, and then each other gets (gasps) the wrong gift from Tiffany's. Shit. But, like, (laughs) the the one guy who's, like, a flake, and he meant to buy her earrings, she opens the engagement ring. You should say... I mean, I know it's not going to be okay, but you should say that's not what I meant to give you. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, it was too stupid and I had to stop watching it. Um. Icebreaker. Okay. The question is, if you were one of Santa's elves, what would your name be? And... You don't have to ask, Marissa. I know that in your head, if you don't have an answer, like, immediately, in your head you're going, what are their names? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, give me one. And the first result from Google says, the original six elves, from what I don't know, include Alabaster Snowball, 
What? Bushy evergreen. Ew. Pepper mint sticks. That's cute. Shinny up a tree. That doesn't even make sense. Sugar plum Mary and one horse open sleigh. <laughs> I really like that one. That's W-U-N-O-R-S-E. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so, but then later it says, these are the top 20 names that families swear by when they name their elves for, like, Elf on a Shelf. You got Buddy. Don't swear by shit. This is (laughs) stupid. What do you mean you swear by? Name it whatever the fuck you want. I'm sorry. The fact that that sentence came out of your mouth annoys me. People act like... I only read it because it was bold. Like... Oh, God, I hate Elf on the Shelf. God, I hate, I hate Elf on the Shelf. I wish I had chosen to do Elf on the Shelf. I hate it so much. Anyway, what? Marissa prefers Santal on the Mantle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Uh, Okay, we got Buddy, Snowflake, Elfie, Jingle, Jingles, Sparkle, Jack, Holly, Elfie, Peppermint, Sparkles. Any of this doing anything for you? Like giving me an idea? Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to do something that is more like the classic. Or should we reverse? What do you mean? You name me, I name you. Ooh, I like that better. Okay. <laughs> um, ooh. No, this is hard, Pete. Can we have a really long silence that you cut out later? <laughs> Of course. Okay, let's start the silence now. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna have a good answer. Do you, first of all, do you have an answer? I have an answer. Okay, you go first. I was looking at this list and it just jumped out at me, and I was that. That's actually why I said, "Can we do each other?" Um, Snickerdoodle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? But then I thought, wait, no. Because are like a little bit brown. <laughs> See, I was a little concerned you were going to go in that direction. But oh, yeah. Then I, I was like, no, it. no, wait a minute. That's on the list. I can't pick that. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, Jingle Doodoo. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That was pretty good. And of course, I'm getting doodoo in there. Yeah, I always put doo-doo in there. And really just throwing jingle at the front. <laughs> Shit. So yours seems really, like, really tailored for me. I'm just thinking of stupid things. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. I'm a clean slate. There's not much to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I'm really going to call you... Uh, rain, bow sprinkles, <laughs> or... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> your first name is Rain. Rain, boat sprinkles? <laughs> <laughs> no! Bow sprinkles! So together you're rainbow sprinkles. Gotcha, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or... I thought you were getting back into the glitter conspiracy. <laughs> no, I'm going with the first one where it's like two words get... Or your hot coat. Co. <laughs> you got that? Your first name was hot, hot coat. 
Ko. <laughs> and your last name is Ko. Yeah, which one do you like better? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Hot Ko. <laughs> okay, good. Here I, yeah. comes Hot Ko the elf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, Expect a children's Ko. book next year, guys. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, Hot Co like and Snicker Doo Doo. <laughs> I like this a lot. I think oh, Jingle Doo Doo. Excuse me. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> Actually, Snicker Doo Doo might it's, be even better. It's better. Yeah, because I can yeah. see you snickering every time you do do. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely Snicker Doo Doo. Okay. Oh, okay. There's no segue. The same way Pete said. Jingle doo doo, but then change it to snicker doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> I originally had one topic, and then I was like, no, that's not happy. I should have our Christmas episode be something happy. Just so you know, like, I, uh, last weekend I went to Rockefeller Center in, uh, in New York, and I saw the Rockettes, and I also saw the Rockefeller Center christmas tree pete are you familiar with the rockettes and all the christmas stuff that happens at rockefeller center i went once that was enough oh can you say rockefeller center <laughs> do you want me to say rockefeller center no i want to rockefeller center rockefeller center um i i thought it was funny the way matt rogers roberts Roger says it in a special, but then I realized I say it that way because it seems like a lot of effort to put the er in it. And mm. I was wondering if the average person does. Especially when you're effort. you're following up with another one that ends in er. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering. I only went to see the Christmas tree. I, I have not seen Rockettes before. Um, okay. Honestly, feels like there's a lot of legs. It feels like you could be assaulted. Um, <laughs> And when I went to see the Christmas tree, the only thing I remember about the whole thing is that <laughs> I, I believe I mentioned this on the show before, but I think it was so long ago. If you're a new listener, um, there was a family trying to push a baby in a carriage uh-huh. through like all the crowds and nobody was letting them through. Uh-huh. So I, I took the front of the carriage in my hand and I dragged oh. the family through. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? Oh, this was, I don't know, what is it, 2022? Yeah. I don't know, probably like 27, 28, something like that. Okay, yeah. It <laughs> wasn't that long that's ago. That's like something you would do now still. Yeah. You would just like be so annoyed. Never uh, went as a kid. No way would my mom yeah. would be around <laughs> the crowd of anybody. <laughs> okay. I was wondering. Um, yeah, I used to see the tree when I was little because my family lived in Long Island. But also, uh, they took me to see the Rockettes when I was young enough that we didn't know I needed glasses yet, or maybe they just didn't get around to taking me to the eye doctor, so I couldn't see anything. I just have vague memory of seeing flashes of light and knowing something was happening. Now, I wasn't blind, but, like, I couldn't make out people. From That's when Marissa life. started to believe in ghosts. <laughs> I couldn't make out uh, very clearly. I mean, it's like we're sitting in the front row. So I finally got to see, <laughs> literally see the Rockettes this week. Um, so I was originally going to do about the Rockettes because uh, I was telling my friend um, that I was going to see the Rockettes and she was like, oh, that's nice. Did you know the, there wasn't a Rockette of color until 1987? And I was like, what the fuck? And then I went and I was like, wow. <laughs> your fr- your friend sounds like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, wow, 
there really aren't a lot of people of color in this. Um, there's a whole bunch of Rockettes. But, um, so I saw two black Rockettes. I think one was Asian. And then there were two black women and two black men that, like, they weren't the official, like, precision dancer Rockettes, but they were, like, in the show. Uh, and, like, it really was obvious because at one point the two black women were right next to each other. And I was like, yeah, you're really driving home. There's, like, only white people in this. But then, um, I was reading, again, this is not my topic. I'm just going to give you a This piece is only of because two other white people got hurt. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I was reading that, like, again, this is, I'm giving you a teaser of what could have been my topic, but it felt too sad. Um, originally, the person who, um, originated the Rockettes, like, put the group together, didn't want any, uh, people other than white people because they specialize in precision dance. So they wanted everyone to look like the same person. And I read that, like, they would sometimes, like, they wouldn't let people tan, and they would sometimes, like, mess with the lighting to make everyone seem really light-skinned. Um, like and that a, was like also a creepy porcelain doll. Yes. <laughs> that was also the thing. There could have been some Hispanics or light-skinned black people there, but, like, yeah, the, it, you can't really tell the lighting does, like, kind of, like, just make everything kind of see the same. Uh, so I was going to talk about the race issue in the Rockets, but um, I decided, you know what? This is the episode right before Christmas. That's not nice. So I'm going to do something. Just just Simple. as a reminder, Marissa's past Christmas episodes include figgy pudding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to do something just straightforward, simple, wholesome. But you know what? I didn't know this information. Uh, and I was like, wait, am I stupid to not know this? But I was like, whatever. And so again. Guys, I did what topic that was reindeer are real. So, <laughs> so if you, good luck, Marissa. <laughs> okay. So even if you haven't been to New York, you probably know about the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, which is a very large Christmas tree placed annually at Rockefe- Rocker, Rockefeller Center in Midtown Manhattan, New York City. And the tree is put in place mid-November and it's lit in a big public ceremony Uh, on the Wednesday evening following Thanksgiving. And some would say it is the world's most famous Christmas tree. Pete, do you know of a Christmas tree more famous? Mine. Oh, okay. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) So I wanted to just... Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I guess that's more of a type. I guess it's more of a type. What did you say? Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I wanted to learn a bit about the Rockefeller Christmas tree because I... Like, I never stopped to think, like, where the fuck did the tree come from? And how it there? <laughs> and what? <laughs> so, let's get into it. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree was not the first public Christmas tree in New York City. The first one of note was in Madison Square Garden. It was the Madison Square Park tree that was placed in 1912 uh, to as part of a big social affair to bring holiday joy to those without the means to have one in their own home. So in the early 1900s, Christmas trees were an expensive item and not everyone had one. But 19 years later, the first iteration of the now iconic tree was first erected. At the time, a man named John... (laughs) Shut your ass. (laughs) At the time, a man named John D. Rockefeller Jr. uh, was having a 14 building Rockefeller Center. I do not want to say Rockefeller anymore. 
thirty anyway, rock. <laughs> he was having his fourteen building Rockefeller Center complex uh, constructed, and uh, this center was only one year into construction. And if you're not familiar with the Rockefeller Center complex, that is like Pete said, where Thirty Rock is and where they film a lot of like notable shows, like Jimmy it's, Fallon is filming like, like right there. NBC's like got that spot right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they film a whole bunch of stuff. If you're at the right time, you might see some celebrities. Ooh. Um, ooh. But yeah, so a year into the construction, and by the way, this was the largest private building project ever undertaken at the time, so it was a big deal. Uh, so during the construction on Christmas Eve, 1931, this was unfortunately at the height of the Great Depression. Workers at the Rockefeller Center construction site decided to pool their money together to buy a Christmas tree to lift their spirits. With all their money combined, they were able to get a 20-foot balsam fir tree that they decorated with handmade garlands and strings of cranberries from their families. Why did all their families have so have many cranberries? cranberries? That is the question I really want to know. Perhaps that'll be another episode. <laughs> anyway, um... And the men lined up around the tree to receive their paychecks around the time and just generally, like, celebrate the season. Um, two years later, in 1933, a Rockefeller Center publicist decided, oh, we should make this an annual tradition. Turducken. And they held the first official lighting ceremony with a 50-foot tree. Wow. In 1936, they put up two trees to mark the opening of the skating rink that is now right next to the tree. And to celebrate, they also held an ice skating competition. So depending on what's happening in the world, sometimes the general like decor of the tree and, and the style of the tree will change. So, for example, uh, during World War II, the tree's decor switched to a more patriotic theme with red, white and blue globes and painted wooden stars. Um, in 1942, no materials needed for the war could be used on the tree. Uh, and instead of one giant tree, there were three smaller ones, and they were decorated in one of the flag's three colors. Um, probably went back to, like, cranberries, since you couldn't use any war things. Which, I don't know, it's probably like metal and shit. Metal and, and nylon, I don't know. <laughs> um, and this was also the first year that the tree was replanted after the holidays. So what did they do prior to this? Probably threw it out or something. Yeah, I don't just know. knock it over and throw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, in 1944, the tree remained unlit due to wartime blackout regulations. Uh, and when the war ended in 1945, there were six ultraviolet light projectors, which were used to make it appear as though the tree's 700 fluorescent globes were glowing in the dark. In 1951, NBC televised the tree lighting for the first time. So this is the first time people who had, didn't make the trip to New York could actually see this thing in action. Uh, there was, it was televised during a special on something called the Kate Smith Show. Uh, and since this was the first time everyone was seeing the tree, uh, the decorations were more elaborate than usual. And it took 20 workers on scaffolding nine days to fully decorate it. Pete, do you think decorating the Rockefeller Center tree is a festive, exhilarating experience or a terrifying, horrible experience? Decorating it or visiting it? Decade, decorating it on scaffolding. Yeah, no, it sounds um, 
terrifying. Yeah. Also, there's a good movie. <laughs> visiting it is man also man on a wire, man <laughs> on a Christmas <laughs> tree. Uh, visiting it is also debatably a terrifying experience. I went without realizing we yeah. went the, the last weekend before like Christmas, and uh, there were so many people. I understand how people like die from crowding. Like mm-hmm. it was so bad. Um, it was actually kind of scary. Anyway. Uh, in the past, many trees were donated to Rockefeller Center. When the tree was not directly donated from some rich family, David Murbach, who uh, was the gardens division manager of Rockefeller Center, uh, would take a helicopter to scout for a tree in either Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Vermont, Ohio, or sometimes Canada. Fascinating. Uh, until Did you mention New York? No, actually. Huh. Yeah, I guess New York is not the best place for for trees. But today, the tree, which is normally a Norway spruce, is scouted by someone named Eric, I don't know how you pronounce it, Pause, who is the head gardener at Rockefeller Center. While the tree is being cut down, a crane will support it and move it into a custom trailer for its journey to Rockefeller Center. Um, So just to give you like a visual, again, especially if you haven't seen it, uh, the 2021 tree, which is donated from the Price family of Elkton, Maryland, marked the first tree that came from Maryland. And that tree was scouted all the way in March, so way before December. And it weighed about 85, nope, it was about 85 years old and weighed 12 tons, which... That's with the root ball? Pete, I don't know. <laughs> Why you think I Google? Oh, was that with the root ball? Also, the tree is big, but like, I don't think it was like tons. Like, how many pounds are in a ton? Let me see. Two hundred pounds in a no, two thousand pounds in a ton? You fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's twenty four thousand pounds. Holy fuck! That don't look like it's that big, motherfucker. But I have to say, if you had the root ball, <laughs> shut up! What do you have a fucking fascination with root balls? <laughs> then in it there? would make sense because there'd be a lot of dirt and like, I don't know. I would guess maybe like a third underground than there is above ground. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, my name is Pete Rootball. <laughs> anyway, sure, maybe. On next episode, we'll talk about whether or not root balls are involved. Mm-hmm. Balls. I said balls. God die, Marissa. Anyway, the 2022 <laughs> tree came from New York, finally. Queensbury, New York. And it's a 90-year-old Norway spruce donated by the Leibowitz family. Do they mean Annie Leibowitz? I don't know. They just said Leibowitz. This 90-year-old Norway spruce is 82 feet tall, 50 feet wide, and weighs 14 tons. Holy fuck, that's 28,000 pounds. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, so let's talk about uh, the current process. So Eric Pose was asked what's the process, and he said it's different every year. Typically the timeline is that all year, almost every day, I'm thinking about this year's tree, next year's tree, and maybe the tree after that. No offense, but that sounds fucking boring. Especially if that's all you do. I know. I would have thought 
like, oh, this is something that you work on like a few months. No, 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 no. Now you're talking crazy. I would say like, like in the summer, maybe. Fine, but every fucking day. <laughs> anyway. He's just he's just clicking through Christmas trees and jacking off on the internet. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> this year, he said, someone sent me a photo of a tree in Glen Falls, New York. So I went to go check it out. On the way to go see it, I passed another tree in a vacant lot. So this was the Queensbury tree that they went with. And he, I thought to myself, I need to come back to this tree. So after I finished looking at the Glen Falls tree, I went back, walked up and down both sides of the street, I took a few pictures of the one we went with. I then did some calling around to find out who the owner of the tree was and made an appointment to inspect it closer. Like, I just feel like... Not the owner of the lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, man, he just must be looking around every moment, just like, I gotta see trees. I can't ever stop thinking about trees. This tree could be it. But, like, that tree's fucking insane gigantic. Where are they selling trees that big? And why? Why is anyone needing a tree that big other than Rockefeller Center? Um, other countries exist. Other countries of trees that big? No, other <laughs> countries that want to maybe. Yeah, I guess you're right. I other don't countries know. not going to buy a Christmas tree off America. Yeah, what is <laughs> Anyway. So, uh, in this article I was reading, they said, Tell me what happens once you found the tree. And he said, well, after we found I, this tree. After I plant my seed in it. <laughs> he said, we found this tree, this year's tree, so the 2022 tree, back in May. After that, I went up several times, as I do with the other trees. I watered it, I fed it, and I measured it. Uh, moving <laughs> the tree is an operation in and of itself that can take months to plan and execute. From wrapping each branch of the tree tree so it doesn't bend or snap to compressing the width down so it's fit for travel but for that must be hard as shit to get that shit ready for transport like oof and then if you fuck it up then you probably wasted all that fucking money like i don't even know that's stressful just abandon this one i <laughs> um so just some details about like the, the current tree uh the star that it has currently which the star has changed over time the star that it has currently uh, was introduced in 2018, and it features over 3 million crystals, as well as LED lights. Um, and to decorate the tree, scaffolding is erected around the tree to assist the workers in hanging about 50,000 multicolored LED lights and the star on top. Um, so you may be asking, what the fuck do they do when it's done? I will say, I think I mentioned earlier... You need a really big fireplace. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. Uh, In the past, there were times when they didn't use as big of trees that they would would replant it. Um, Now, prior... So they'll pay all that money to pull it from the ground and move it to New York City, but they won't invest the same amount to send it home. Well, they do other stuff. Uh, before 2017, nope, before 2007, uh, most retired trees were ground into about three tons of mulch, which were then donated to the Boy Scouts of America for them to sell and use the prote- proceeds to fund a variety of product projects. What? I'm sorry. Were you aware that the Boy Scouts just like have an annual mulch sale, but also like there's no way people look forward to that the way they look forward to like Girl Scout cookie sales. No, Boy <laughs> like Scouts. Sounds- 
Boy Scouts staple is the uh, popcorn sale, isn't it? I didn't even know that. I've never so. heard of a Boy Scout selling mulch ever. No, um, I've never. I don't. I think they mean for like actual projects. You're saying that they sell bags of mulch. They sell the mulch as a fundraiser for projects. What? Oh no, I don't think this. I don't think the Boy Scouts actively sell the mulch. I think someone. It says the mulch is ground. It's ground as a three tons of mulch donated to the Boy Scouts for them to sell. (laughs) Okay. I hope they're outside of of grocery stores being like, bag of mulch? Bag of mulch, sir? They're British, too. Anyway. I need to get my mulch badge. (laughs) Oh, I hope that's real. Uh, I know it's not. Each year, uh, the largest portion of the trunk used to be donated to the U.S. Olympic equestrian team headquartered in... Headquartered? Is that a word? Yeah. Okay, headquartered in Gladstone, New Jersey, where it would be used as an obstacle jump for the horses and their riders. That's kind of fun. Um, but I will say, uh, after 2007, a new tradition uh, is has been made. It's <laughs> like someone took a piece of my brain out. Is uh... <laughs> <laughs> And I will never get it back again. <laughs> um... Nowadays, the Rockefeller Center tree is donated at the end of the holiday season to Habitat for Humanity because the tree is then turned into lumber and the tree (laughs) and the wood and the wood is used for making houses. That's very nice. So I know this is a, you know, this is just, there is nothing wacky about this topic. I thought it was all pretty, pretty nice. Pretty heartwarming, all in the spirit of Christmas. So, I wonder whose homes have a piece of the Rockefeller Center tree. That's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's not fun to peep. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, was my episode too wholesome for you, you dick? Yes. <laughs> you dirty dick. <laughs> Sorry, you don't like the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Uh, anyway um very nice marissa yeah thanks i could have just talked about race issues in the rockettes i feel like there'd be more than you can do that you can do with it though with what with a christmas tree oh you're trying to say my episode fell short of what it should have been no i'm saying i no i feel like excuse me marissa you seem a little sensitive right now. I am, because I feel like this isn't the most exciting Christmas episode I could I <laughs> thought that there would be more that they would be able to do with a Christmas tree when Christmas is oh, over. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know you're like, there was more you could have done with this episode. <laughs> okay, let me uh, end of the episode icebreaker. What do you think they should do with the Rockefeller tree? <sighs> make toothpicks. Ooh, I think they should make wooden ornaments yeah. that they then sell at the next year's general holiday thingy so we could all not so we could oh, all so people know, could buy a piece of the tree I bet they can't do that because then it wouldn't be a tax write off <laughs> okay fine can they make ornaments and donate them by the way toothpicks ain't, aren't going to be either but 
I mean, I feel like a Boy Scout's going to have a hell of a lot easier time selling a wooden ornament than a freaking bag of mulch. <laughs> I know. If you know anything about Boy Scouts and their mulch, go us at 570-POD-1-1. Um, Pete, do you have any plugs? Before we get to plugs, I wanted to mention that I was thinking of the Rockefeller Christmas tree because there is a new title. I guess that's what you'd call it in the Marvel universe right now. Comic books. And uh, it's called Dark Web. And it's about a clone of Spider-Man, which some people might know of, and a clone of Jean Grey, which some people might know of. And they both meet in limbo, and they they, they plan to um, basically overtake the world and, you know, wreak havoc. But uh, it starts on... Not Havoc the superhero. No, he's he is in it, though. Ooh. <laughs> he, uh, but uh, it starts in Rockefeller Center in New York City. Ooh, that actually sounds The Christmas tree so comes weird. to life, and they have to... Um, I'm pretty sure somebody ends up having to set it on fire in order to kill it. <laughs> that sounds great. Is Jean Grey Phoenix or she's just Jean Grey? So far, she is not uh, not my name, Marissa. Marvel Girl? What? Oh, was that what she was like in the very beginning? Oh, she was she, wasn't she that at the very beginning? I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was reading huh. it too and I was like, well, why don't they just call her Jean Grey? I mean... We yeah. all know who she is. <laughs> but then I think Jean Grey, the rapper, ended up getting more recognition from the name. So they were like, I guess we're back to Wonder Girl. <laughs> they could have called her Madeline Pryor. Yeah. Well, Madeline Pryor is actually the clone. That's. Yeah, I know. So that's why she, if it was a clone, they could have just said it was the Madeline Pryor clone. Oh. Or you mean. That is who it is. Then why aren't they calling it Madeline Pryor? Uh, she's got a different name. Then they should call her the black. What is she called? The, the, what was she called in the Hellfire Club? The I black. I don't remember. The, <laughs> the black queen. Yeah, was it just the black queen? I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, continue. In Fogelsville, Pennsylvania, Boy Scout Troop 150 will sell you some mulch. What a bunch of losers. Order deadline is April 8th of 2022. <laughs> you want hardwood brown mulch? 3.55 a bag. You want black mulch? $4 a bag. Red mulch? Also $4 a bag. Ooh, red mulch sounds fun. You want cedar mulch or organic root mulch? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say root. Uh, but yeah, they're all about f- 4 bucks a bag. Actually, I think that's a good. I think that's a good price. I don't know. Leave me alone. Five bag minimum delivery for a donation. Okay, so if you buy five bags and you donate, I guess they'll deliver it to your house. That's nice. Wait, you have to buy five bags and then you have to donate on top of that. Delivery for a donation. Well, it's oh, d- five bag minimum. You have to. This is. There should be bullet points here. Instead, there's just paragraph breaks. Five bag minimum, period. Delivery for a donation, period. Free delivery for all customers over 60. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I don't know why I said adorable. I just like when people 
do, do nice things, things for yeah. older people. Plugs. Marissa. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, jingle doo doo. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you have any? Do you have any plugs? I guess I'll just plug what I always like to plug. I think this year, around uh, this time of year, is Neo Yokio Pink Christmas. Mm-hmm. My favorite Christmas special that is on Netflix. It is like an American collaborate like it's it's a I, I don't know if you call it American anime but it's the guy from Vampire Weekend like collaborates I think with a with a Japanese animation house to make a, an awesome anime um Neo Yoki was voiced by Jaden Smith Bodega Boys are in it Susan Sarandon's in it Jude Law is in it uh it's called Neo Yoki Open Christmas again I showed it at my anime club a couple weeks back and some people were found it funny and some people were really confused <laughs> and some people found it funny but were so confused by it they didn't know if they liked it or not. and marissa what's your uh favorite candy appearance in this movie toblerone <laughs> they have a giant toblerone and if you've ever seen toblerone memes it comes from neo yokio but toblerone also plays a big part in the regular series when this is a this is a Christmas special, but like in the regular series, there's just so much Toblerone. I love it so much. So please watch it. It's really fun. <laughs> How about you, Pete? I was gonna plug something. You know what? No, I'm gonna plug something that has nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah, that's fine. Except Marissa also did talk about trees this whole episode, so perhaps it is related. Um, you guys, you guys, you gotta watch this show, Three Pines, on Amazon Prime. With Alfred Molina. You said three three primes? Three pines. Oh, what is it? <laughs> it's a show, and he it, I believe it takes place in Canada, and uh, he is a detective, and Amazon puts up two episodes a week, and the two episodes are one story. Okay. And, uh, and it reminds me of the things I long for from my youth. Like okay. a Matlock, a murder she wrote. Such a nerd. Like things that just had like a contained story within an episode. And that then like kind of nice, actually, yeah. And then the next episode, it was like, oh, there's a new crime. Yeah. And you already know the character. You already love the character. Um, and you're just excited to see them get involved in another, you know, sleuthing or whatever. So uh, I would recommend it. Um, yeah, I think that's oh, I think okay. that's my recommendation for the week. Pete, I don't know why I keep thinking Alfred Molina died. That's all. Your life must be empty. Yeah, it makes me sad because I like him a lot. Because <laughs> guys, the other thing I like to watch around the holidays is the movie Nothing Like the Holidays, mm-hmm. uh, co-starring Alfred Molina. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Oh, sorry. What? Marissa, huh? it takes place in Canada, so people speak French once in a while. Ooh, that's fun. I thought that would also interest yeah, you. Yeah, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, also, if you're a patron, no, if you're a patron, I will be sending you something. It's not going to come by Christmas, but I will be sending you something. Uh, pretty early, early January, we will get to you. Uh, a little thank you for giving to our Patreon. Um, but thank you guys for listening. 
through another year. Thank you that you listened at all. We love you. Uh, feel free to call us at 570-PADWAD1 to give us any topics for the new year. Just to say, hey, uh, you could slide it to my DMs at wristbandle. Um, our, our email is also available, shout at yallheard.me. Also, if you want to give me a birthday present, buy something from 31 Pumpkin Lane. That's the number three, the number one. Pumpkin Lane, L-A-N-E, dot com. Dot com. Preferably buy one of the holiday things, because why the fuck did people make me buy them <laughs> if, make them if no one was going to buy them? We will see how our episodes pan out over the next couple of weeks, but we will only miss one week probably. Uh, okay. that, that seems to be our usual um, holiday break that we give ourselves, and maybe we'll even put out something during that week off. Ooh, that our patrons yeah. have probably already heard, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea, though. Yeah. All right, guys. Ha- Happy Christmas. Bye. <laughs>